Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Doug recently just finished up Returnal. Yes. The new roguelike, roguelite, whatever, from Housemark, mm -hmm. uh, PS5 exclusive. Um, I'm pumped about this game. I yeah. really wish I was playing this game. <laughs> I'm also very happy I'm not playing this game based on what I've heard about it. So yeah. um, I guess I kind of just dive right in and just your general thoughts about Returnal because... I, I think I could sit here and ask you questions for about the next two hours because I have a lot of... Sure. I'm, I'm very curious about this game because I feel like they did a really good job of like holding everything back and giving you very little bits to go on mm -hmm. with all the pre-release information. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. just start out with where, where what is what exactly is this? How does it go? Like I know, I know basics, but... Okay, I, my, my first general impression of the game is that it's a bit... It's a very, very, very weird game that like I'm a person who likes roguelikes and people are just like it's a roguelike and then it's kind of like leave it there even yeah. for a roguelike it's a very very strange game <laughs> um, <laughs> to the point where like when i finished the game and i got the final cutscene, i was thinking to myself like i don't know how i feel about this game because i enjoyed it but there's so many weird little pieces to it that it felt more like i'd play like one of these strange ass indie games i've played <laughs> like recently mm -hmm. it felt more like that when i was done it's like okay i need to think about how i felt about this than um how i act how you know at the end of it you know what, I like. I didn't come off it at the ending cutscene going like, "Yeah, that was the best game it. I played." Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't come off feeling like amazing. I was like, "Okay, I enjoyed that." But, um, so so I guess kind of you did ask the question, "What is Returnal?" So Returnal is a action shooter that is probably like one of the best controlling third person shooters ever made. Period. It feels that does not freaking. Shock me. Yeah, it feels freaking amazing. Like I think people are comparing it to Vanquish, and even Vanquish I thought was clumsier than this. Just Ooh. how smooth it feels to, to, to like move around, um, how fast you move. Everything is just like so precise. It does just the feel of it feels really, really, really good. Um, I think like I think of a game the opposite of being like Assassin's Creed. With Assassin's Creed, like when you press square, they do some like cool animation, that sort of thing. Like everything you do in this just feels so pinpoint accurate of like, yes, I got hit because I clearly dodged at that 35 degree angle on how I pushed it and maybe should have dodged at a 60 degree angle. But like, I definitely felt like that was me who'd made that mistake yeah. as opposed to anything the game did. Um, so it's like this really, really well controlling first person shooter. Um, but what it's wrapped up in is the roguelike aspect, which is essentially um, you go until you die and the game is extremely hard. And then when you die, you restart back at the beginning um, it basically resets all of your equipment. Any of the weapon upgrades you got doesn't matter anymore. Um, and the only thing that kind of carries forward is every once in a while, you kind of hit like a little story point where you'll get a piece of equipment and the piece of equipment um, does carry forward you for like the rest of the run. So for example, I'll give you a really basic one. It'll show in the video that I have. Um, you get something that's very similar to like a hook shot, which is yep. essentially you look at a point that's like a, a it's like literally a bright light <laughs> you look at it you hit a button and then you kind of like zip to that to that line mm -hmm. so i got that i don't know how many hours i'm not trying not to like stay away from spoilers but before that before the run i got it and i just didn't have access to that so when i go back i now see these points of lights like oh i can get up there now okay now i can do this or you'll get something else so it's kind of like okay on my next run now i'm actually kind of more powerful because i wouldn't have gotten that chest up there otherwise is is it all exploration stuff or are these like shortcuts? Um, so, oh boy. 
See, this is where it gets weird with roguelites. In a roguelike, you just go level by level and nobody worries about anything. And then you restart and that's it. But in, in, Yeah, which I hate. Return- which I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate. Yeah, so, <laughs> I want so Returnal- shortcuts. I want shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> so Returnal's really weird because um, once you beat a boss in a bi... And like, so there's these things called biomes are essentially levels. Um, once you beat a boss in a biome, you can essentially pretty much skipped to that level to wherever you had beaten the boss you always have to go through a majority of like level one though so like okay let's say there's three levels um i have beaten the level one boss after i beat the level one boss i don't have to beat the level one boss again i can just get to the get to the level two gate go through it and i'm on to level two and that level two gate can kind of be anywhere in the level so like sometimes it's earlier sometimes it's later but like once you beat that level one boss, you could pretty much warp to level two. You have to play. You'll always have to play a little bit of the first level though. Um, so, so are there gates to every level in the first area? Um, yes, which I did not know until recently. <laughs> Let's oh, say like so that might have been a was that a spoiler? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. It's just okay. it's just because it, it's it's really because it's kind of important like how the the roguelike aspects of the game. Yeah. Um, in that you can like essentially skip certain levels. Um, depending on what it is but the thing is and what the game is set up is like you're gradually picking up power-ups and things to make your character more powerful so you can skip ahead but you're like really giving up like a lot of power to do that so it's something where it's like you don't have to you know do this stuff but you can so, so, so could like, i you're... play mm-hmm. so could i play level one and then like go okay well i'm gonna play level two to get my power-ups and then i'm gonna jump to like level five boss and skip three and four or is it like I it's the some of the mechanics of the game I try it's it's weird the amount of levels is kind of like a spoiler it's really okay. strange it and it like has to do with story stuff and like there's there's kind of a big moment where I thought I beat the game and I turned out I didn't beat the game <laughs> um, for for I, for all of you to know that's about two hours in because Doug texted me think I just beat Returnal that was dude, dumb <laughs> dude I I no joke and I know people will not believe this I beat the third like people who play this game i beat the third biome in my first run like first run through the game first time i booted up like i didn't even get to the, the story point where like she dies and she wakes me like oh my god i'm in a time loop like i never saw that cutscene stuff because i got through the first three worlds on my first run which is insane and like i inadvertently end up skipping a lot of the game as a result because that first three levels like you're expected to spend many hours on that and then mm-hmm. in two and a half hours i got through that first chunk um and that, um, and then you, then there's like later levels and that sort of thing, um, but there's kind of like a, a very clear point, and that's why I'm trying. I'm trying to be like a little yeah, cagey yeah, no, about it, but yeah. like with the levels. It just came that. out. We don't want to get and yeah, any yeah, specific. yeah, exactly. Um, I think the thing I do want to talk about though, because like and that's that's the game, the, and then the basic gameplay of just like you running and shooting just feels so cool. The thing I really love, I love in a game is a good dodge. The dodge in this is like effing incredible because when yeah. you're dodging, like you're doing kind of like a I don't know, like a you're doing a dodge. <laughs> um, yeah. But like if you tap it, if you, depending on how long you hold it, it's how far you dodge. So you can do like short dodges and like really long dodges and they kind of play with that a little bit, but it gives you so much control because like if like, let's say a, an enemy sent out like a ring, they, you, there's a lot of colorful bullets and stuff in this. And one of the things I like to put out these like just big rings that kind of emanate from an enemy or emanate from like a point, like from a bomb. So there's yeah. big rings coming. So if I just want to make a short hop over that, I can just jump, tap, tap the dash and, and you know, go over pretty easily. Um, sometimes there might be a ring and then like bullets behind that ring. Like, so there's like just a, just a wider width of bullets essentially after dodge through. so you can hold and dodge through both the ring and through that and that 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 dodge can just go through anything um so the thing i just think is really funny about this game because a lot of people talk about the difficulty i 
I think it's difficult. Like, I'm definitely not denying it. I don't think it's harder than Demon Souls or um, any of the Souls games by by any, by any means. Um, but I think it. it <laughs> That's feels... a weird bar to go to, though. Like, sure. this isn't sure. hard. I, it's not harder than like the game people say is the <laughs> hardest game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's hard. But that's what I'm saying. But I think people are kind of like afraid. It's like, oh, if it's is it as hard as Demon Souls, it's just a different skill set. Um, I think and, like very much entirely. Well, Demon Souls is all about being patient. This has yeah. like zero patience. Like you don't have time to be Ooh. patient in this one. Ooh. Which, yeah, which is cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's not like like even Bloodborne, which I like a lot. It feels like you still have to wait for that right moment. And this one, it's yeah. just like you better be shooting all the fucking time. <laughs> I like that. Well, and I think a lot of what you're describing too is um, for those of you who don't know, Housemark who made this um, mm-hmm. is basically known for just making games with ridiculously good gameplay. Yeah, and that's it because they're just they they've always done arcade games where it's just mm-hmm. like running around shooting all that stuff. So all this control stuff, I mean, that's that's the stuff that like as soon as it says house mark, you know, is locked in. There's no question yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to be great. That's that's what they do. That's what they've done since. I mean, I don't even know how long they've been around. Is PS3 era Super so, yeah, Stardust? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's their first one. That's I think their first real big one. But yeah, um, I know that's been made with Dual Sense. Is that dodge on oh, the haptics? Is the dodge on the haptics too? Because I know the gun no, 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 no. It's just, it's just circle. Um, the haptics are kind of weird. It's kind of boring to explain. It just makes you shoot a little bit different, but it feels good, so don't worry about it. Um, like, <laughs> that's, that's kind I, of every time. Every time I hear somebody describe the dual sense stuff, that's all I think about is it feels good. Okay, well, it's like it's like yeah. I'm going to describe to you what this tastes like. It's like I, you're you're not going to do a good job. Good try, but yeah. no, just give it to me. <laughs> the one thing I will say that the dual sense they do that is very very cool um, that I really do love is the cutscene dual sense is in fucking sane <laughs> um how like which, so how, like so like you're watching you're just watching like the movie play right the cutscene yeah, you're just watching yeah. it play what's what does it do so like so for example i'll just give like a really simple example is like the spaceship flies across the screen from like left to right or like often a 40 to right and you can feel it like the, the you can feel the rumble passing from the left side of the controller to like the right Ooh. side of the controller there's a part where they're like flicking switches She's like, she's like, the, the ship is crashing and she's like flicking switches and you can feel the little switch flicks in the controller. Um, but like, instead of like, I feel like when they did it with like Miles, like, oh, it's the train moving and that's all you feel. But it's like every single little cut scene in here, they're like, what's the setting for this one cut? And let's make the dual sense match that. that one cut. Yeah. Which is really cool. I, and I really enjoy it. And the 3d audio is insane. And actually like the 3d audio, um, I didn't really know. I, I noticed I was like, "Oh, this is really good audio," but it really, really helps in the gameplay of identifying where enemies are and where mm-hmm. items are because certain certain items will make noises, and okay. enemies will obviously make noises, and it really does help you. Like, I can tell the guy is behind me to the left. I can tell there's a guy off to my right, sort of thing. Because you you have like a little mini map, but like when you're shooting, like you don't have a lot of time to take a look at the mini map, <laughs> um, and it's going crazy. Um, Back on the difficulty, though, the one thing the one thing I think that that makes it a little bit different than some of the more difficult games I've played is that it can feel very overwhelming. I think that's if you look at if you just like look at people play this game, it just looks overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the part where like you're going to screw up. It's like if you feel overwhelmed, you're going to get screwed up. But like because you have such a generous dodge and sometimes when you see like a wall of bullets coming towards you, like, oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to dodge this stuff? You can actually it's like, well, actually, that big wall just means I have to dodge through it one time sort of thing yeah, it's a big yep. if it's a big flat wall coming towards me i have to dodge it one time when it's like a spray of bullets in the air it's like well actually 90 percent of those bullets actually aren't really a danger to me at all mm-hmm. um it really reminds me of like shmup games or i was, I was games. just gonna say yeah. i feel like some yeah. of the videos i've seen makes me feel very shmup or um or again just those, like those classic arcade games those shmups that you really only need to pay attention to your ship and you really can yeah, kind exactly. of ignore 75 percent of the screen and yeah. i think 
I think this is the first game, and again, I haven't played it, but just from watching the little bits and pieces mm-hmm. that I have trying to get a handle on it, that's kind of the feeling that I get is that it's like, okay, we're taking that shmup aesthetic where it's just shit flying everywhere. Yeah. Really, most of it doesn't matter, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which makes it, like, really aesthetically awesome looking. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, like, so for an example, I think there's some, like, really cool stuff they do with the rings, like, late in, like, very, very later levels where it's just, like, it's, like, bunches of rings kind of, like, emanating from an enemy or something like that. So it's really mm-hmm. cool, but, like, like really, like, you see you see the big ring go out, but, like, the only part you need to deal with is the one little bit of the ring that's going to hit you. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's where a thing where people can look at this game and like I think I think that's where a lot of people are saying it's super hard is because it's it is easy to get overwhelmed but it's like as long as you're always sh- like always be shooting um, <laughs> then you're like you're you're gonna be okay um, I will say like hey if you don't like hard games like don't touch this one it's hard it's it's just straight up hard um, yeah yeah I, I did I and didn't it's a roguelike like, so you don't make any progress it's hard and you don't make any stupid progress because yeah and I hate it. and the thing that's weird <laughs> it's like i th- actually think i don't think it's like any harder than any other roguelikes i think the thing that makes it hard is like what i'm gonna call like the war of attrition because in hades if i boot up hades right now i'm gonna beat hades in 25 minutes if i boot up returnal it'll take me two or three hours to beat returnal um because that's just so the like, length of a run yeah 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 they're okay. no joke <laughs> um so like a single run so it's basically like in Hades, I need to be better in that 20, 20 minutes that I need to be better in that three hours of Returnal. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, yeah. like, in, like, when I'm playing Demon Souls, like, if I'm fighting a Demon Souls boss, I need to be, like, 1,000% for that one boss. Um, but I just have to be very good for all of Returnal. It, there's also, like, a lot of, like, pretty generous health items and, like, ways to, to mess with your health. And, like, if you're thinking about what... Like, that's the one thing I, the one thing I did like is, like, really thought about, like, okay... What are like the most critical items here? If I'm buying and using items, and there's clever ways you can like burn items and use them in, in smart ways and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, um, it is cool. It's awesome. It's it is a roguelike though. Um, I do want to talk about the setting though for a bit. I say, I'm okay. curious about the setting and the story. Yeah, because this is this is this is what got me hooked. This is where I just like I'm seeing stuff and like I am really struggling because I hate roguelites so much. Yeah, but everything else about this is just like a hundred percent my thing. Oh shit! Yeah, it is 100 percent your thing. I was playing this like this. This is Brad shit for sure. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, so the setting. So it's like you crash land on an alien planet, um, and the alien planet. It really pulls. I think people will say Geiger, but there actually is another artist that. Um, oh god, I can't remember his name. It's actually the one they did. What's that? What's that latest Xbox exclusive with the, with a medium? Oh, the medium. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the artist they used for the inspiration for the medium they clearly used here, which is not really Geiger-esque. It's much more colorful than that. Um, but it's these really, really haunting forests and haunting spoilers and haunting spoilers and then haunting other spoiler areas that are really, really cool. Is, <laughs> is, uh, is each biome like the classic like platformer deal of like, this is the fire level, this is the forest level? Yeah, is it kind yeah, of like that? Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, but it's like weird alien version of that. So like, yeah. like I, I I will spoil you, the first level is the forest level, the second level is the desert level. Like this is what okay. it is. <laughs> um, but I think just the the aesthetics of it are just very creepy and oppressive and amazing because the monsters you fight are just all the monsters you fight are super super cool looking. Like they're like these weird tentacle things, and if you're familiar with like Cthulhu mythos and stuff, yeah. 
Um, it's like, it's really neat creatures with tentacles and stuff. And it like, it just looks insane. And like when you're fighting these guys, especially cause they all kind of have like this sort of like squid likeness to them. So like when they're floating through the air, just have their tentacles dragging behind them, or they do like a sudden burst towards you. It kind of looks like a squid shooting towards you really fucking fast, but just mm-hmm. seeing like, but they do a lot of cool stuff with the tentacles. Like, like when, uh, like one of the, one of the enemies I like is when it's attacking you, it just kind of like, it kind of like floats forward and then it opens all its tentacles. So just make, it's like a little squid head, but then this like giant ring of like tentacles around it, like pointing like whatever lasers at you and that sort of thing um the one thing at are, the and oh yeah are all the enemy designs kind of squid tentacly things or is there more um, variety than that because i feel like everything i've seen has been very tentacly squid that type of they're deal. very tentacly but like they're definitely very uh i the thing is like i it's funny because i i could i could hear you how you're asking that question like does this are these all these enemies like really samey and it's like they're not it's just like you they pick this one theme and then just kind of like really blew it okay. out with this one theme so yep. there are there's like it they are they're all something like a little tentacly based because it's all very cthulhu um mm-hmm. and um but it's just it's just really gorgeous and they play with it in lots of fun ways and like it just being attacked by a giant squid thing is actually very fucking scary sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, different i think that's not something yeah. you see all the time yeah and, and talk like a little bit about the story um so obviously she's going through this time loop but the one thing i think is kind of funny and that i haven't really seen with other time loopy sort of games is that you leave a corpse behind mm-hmm. um but it plays a lot in the story so many times it'll just come across like dead bodies that are you from a previous run but it's yeah. it's a run you haven't necessarily done um so you're not actually sure like which run you're on in the storyline i was gonna say i think i read that somewhere too so you Essentially, when this starts, you don't know if this is run one for it's Selena, right? Yes. Yep. So you don't know if this is run one for Selena or run a thousand. You don't know kind of how yeah. long she's been dealing with the situation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And the thing that's and the thing that's like really neat is so you pick up audio logs and all the audio logs are from past Selenas or future Selenas. So it's oh. so there's there is like ten. Uh, hey, I'm hey. This is Selena. I'm on my tenth uh, loop in the thing and like so she has this like very curious thing about it like mm-hmm. curious about it but then like once you get a little bit farther and i would say even further but they give you hints of this stuff like pretty early on so i would say it's not spoilers but like she goes through potentially many loops and what is she like many loops later sort of thing um, okay and it's it's really really cool and every time you pick up an audio log it's like really you don't know which one you're gonna get like oh is this like inquisitive i am space explorer selena mm-hmm. doing this planet or am i just like completely worn out <laughs> of this where, sort of thing so where does your actual character fit in like the one the, the one that you're playing because i guess mm-hmm. in my mind i'm picturing like you, you've got very two very distinct areas there which i feel like the the way you're presented with selena that you are in that moment yeah. And again, I don't know how much like inner monologue there is, how much dialogue there is or anything yeah, like the, that. Like, mm-hmm. does it present her more as this optimistic one when you start and after you die a few times, do you get more to that grizzled, jaded, like, oh, this is the worst thing? Oh, interesting. No, I, it's she's whenever she's picking them up, she she does respond to the to them sometimes. Um, the ones she responds to more are the ones where it's like through many loops and she's like, I don't want to become that person. So okay. you see what she's going to be like in the future. And she's like, I don't want to be that person. So um, because like a lot of the Cthul- a lot of the Cthulhu mythos stuff is, you know, myth Cthulhu mythos stuff, which is wrapped yeah. in madness and that sort of thing and disjointedness. And it's really cool because I think that Cthulhu stuff, and I know it's been overplayed a number of ways that sort of disjointed madness stuff, like really fits well with the sort of roguelike re- repetition stuff. Yeah. And they do play with the story in kind of interesting ways as a result of that. Cause there are cutscenes scenes um, that are presented very disjointedly. And, mm-hmm. um, 
there's like, I think the one thing that you keep seeing people have shown of like, is the house. And yeah. there's, a, there's a random house in the middle of some of your runs and you can go in the house and it's like her childhood home sort of thing. And then there's like little bits and pieces and, and that sort of thing of like, you go, you walk around the house and there's like little sort of, I wouldn't say it's not similar to PT. It's not as scary at all. It's just like, I think they obviously played PT, but I think it's less yeah. of, it's more just about like delivering little story bits, but the story is presenting you like the little bits and pieces you get are all very disjointed. And then when I finish the game, they kind of, they kind of reveal their hand of like what happened. Um, it's not still not a hundred percent clear, but I think the the more I think about the story, the more I like it, the more okay. they kind of revealed what happens, the more I see, I come into it with new eyes, kind of like Neo in the matrix sort of thing. It's like, Oh, yeah. now I um, see this in the environment and, and that kind of thing. That's how I'm dodging um, those bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They actually do. They do justify that in game in a fucking incredible way. Uh, that would be a humongous spoiler. Um, but yeah, I can tell you offline if you're ever curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, I guess just to go with that, uh, and again, feel free to just shake your head and we can move on. No, yeah. So as, since you're hearing future ones and you've heard past ones, does the game imply that the runs that you're completing are back to back to back to back? Or is it like your runs, like you could be doing run 7, 42, 26, 58, 137. And like, yeah. yeah. And then it, like, doesn't the future ones imply that like she doesn't get out or do you eventually jump in front of those? And again, feel free to ignore all these questions. If this is yeah. I mean, it's spoilers. all, it's all pretty spoiler. I mean, I'll say, I'll say I didn't feel her as a singular character growing, but through the audio logs, you, you see her growth sort of, okay. it's, it's weird. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like the story is so disjointed. It's like, you don't, it's not like a typical story where it's like, I see my character go through their hero's arc sort of thing. You don't, <laughs> you never get that out of her. You yeah. just see bits and pieces of her scattered okay. throughout her throughout the arc sort of thing is, is what I'm saying. So like you, but I would say, I would say it never feels like you're following the one on her yeah. path. Every time it resets, it does. It's, um, but again, it's, I would say it's not like, Oh, I have the crazy version. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never, you never get <laughs> yeah. that. Um, you, I would say you get a very middle of the line sort of thing from her comments of okay. like, I don't want to go in the f- future one or so far in the future one. And then the, earlier one is so early that she's just kind of in the middle somewhere and it's not and it, but which so i guess like as an individual character you don't get a lot out of her but you sort of like are picking up the bits and pieces of her across okay. scattered throughout this mad world sort of thing hmm. okay yeah it's um yeah it's um it's neat and i uh, the finale of it i think the finale was just so incredible um and i really did like kind of the story reveal at the end of, of sort of what's going on um and it and it it's a weird game though. <laughs> it's so weird. It's <laughs> it such seems a strange. Yeah, and like like Risk of Rain, I I feel like Risk of Rain or even other roguelites, it's like I like these for XYZ. Like Hades. I like the combat and the story is fun because it meets the the thing. And like Risk of Rain, it's like I like the combat and I like that the things are random, but like Returnal, it's just like there's a lot of stuff going on in this game. Because <laughs> it was funny. I, was, I listened to other people talk about it. They're like, ah, this game needs a few updates. And I was like, I see that as well. Like some of the mechanics stuff is like a little, like the moment to moment shooting is really good, but there's this, there's this like kind of risk reward system and like mm-hmm. the rewards are never worth the risk. So like I play, I did very well playing pretty conservatively throughout and not taking on these big risks sort of things. 
Um, so I'm sure there's gonna be like a few like kind of tuning of that. But I mean, yeah. Brad personally, like it's a roguelike. Like you're not gonna get away from that. I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's this. I the first thing after we did this with Hades, the first thing I did is went out and bought Hades, and I played exactly like four hours of it, and have never gone back to it because I hate it. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, you know, you know, what I think it's a good one to play. It would be play like Try Risk of Rain two. Not, I mean, not you, but I'm just saying, like, if you're somebody's <laughs> curious about this game, it's like, do I spend seventy dollars on this? Like, go play Risk of Rain two. Kind of similar game gives you a much better feel of what a roguelike game is like. And then if you're like, I like that stuff, I would like to see more Then I would, I would go for. Yeah. And I think, I think the reason I was so good at this game was just because, um, like I beat the whole thing in nine hours. Um, I think the only reason I was so good at this, is cause I played a shit ton of risk of rain and it's like very similar of like when to play conservatively, when to go hard and that kind of thing. It's like, it still kind of all applies. So I don't know. I can see I, people just not beating this as well. <laughs> I want to wrap that up there. Um, with, I guess my question is, because I know there is some randomness to this, did you feel like that nine hours came because of skill, or is there so much randomness, risk-reward, that kind of stuff in here that you just kind of happen to play the cards right and get lucky? Oh, no, I'm, I'm good at this game. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it, it requires... It... It requires so much skill out of you. Like, like Risk of Rain, I, I would definitely say, like, oh, I definitely feel, you definitely feel like a little bit more of the randomness. In this one, like, there's definitely some randomness that can either, like, help or hurt you, but it's not, it's not nearly as big as swings. Like, in this one, it's like, I had to be very good at this game to get as far as I did. I will definitely say, like, the buffs that got me there really help. And, like, understanding which, re- which weapon, which, which things to prioritize, like, health and resurrection items. Like, mm-hmm. once you know what those are, it's like, okay, I'm definitely going to get those every time. We'll definitely get you farther. Um, but yeah, like just the amount of moment to moment skill you do in this game is effing insane. I think that's why it's really hard. It's just because it requires a lot of just controller gymnastics to, to play. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.